0: Milwaukee's MX Fuel Equipment System revolutionises the light equipment market by delivering the performance and durability demanded by the trades. From the MX Fuel cut-off saw to the MX Fuel tower light, MX Fuel has you covered without the hazards associated with emissions, noise, vibrations and the frustrations of petrol maintenance. MX Fuel Equipment System. Equipment redefined. Attention sports fans! Planning an overseas trip to catch your favourite games? Look no further than Sports Where I Am. They've got it all. League schedules, trustworthy tickets, and over 200 cities to choose from, all conveniently on one website. Plus, as an Australian company, they know the importance of great customer service for those long haul journeys. So visit sportswhereiam.com and start planning your dream sports trip today. Sports Where I Am, your ticket to an unforgettable sports travel experience. Righto, let's get into the show. Oh, welcome back everybody, got a special guest in the building, about two hours away he's driven I think, two hours down the freeway there and uh, the highway, do you call it the freeway? don't know, freeway? Yeah, freeway, freeway. we'll call it the freeway. Um, Bradley Close joining us from the Geelong Footy Club, he's got the Be Close YouTube page going, all the golf merch happening, I see the Clutch & Co collab. Um, some special things happening off the field mate, thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: No, I'm wrapped to be here, it's worth the two hours for sure
0: hope there wasn't too much traffic. That's one thing that I can't stand here. Do you, do you find yourself in the car a fair bit living down there? like you know, Or, or you, do you kind of base yourself there all week and then bang travel and on the on the big bird you go for away games?
1: Yeah, that's it, mate. We're pretty lucky down in Geelong. Um, Five-hour drive from home to, to the club. So no, I'm actually in the car less and I actually love it because Melbourne traffic does me head in. So I was uh, I was freaking a bit getting in here this morning, but yeah, you uh, said that. <laughs> any parks? I just right. I just said, yeah, mate, parking everywhere. I think I stole the last good park. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's a thing, mate. You come from the country and there's parks everywhere. You don't have to pull out the credit card or anything and get to the big city and you got tolls and things like that. And um, yeah, it,
0: it adds shows, up. It adds up. Shows I tell it you, up growing up, I guess. So you're five minutes from the club. That's how close you are.
1: Yeah, I just across the river in Geelong. So. Everyone's been down that way, uh, just head across the bridge and um, just tucked in there, so it's it's handy as.
0: I saw um, Isaac Smith, he was on post-game talking about how he rides his bike to and from the games. Does he, <laughs> I find that pretty funny. Like, does he get harassed after a game or does he wait, you know, obviously the players have to do all the ice baths and they're in there doing, a, you know, all the things you do after a game. Is the crowd kind of settled and gone while he rides home?
1: I think he uh, he's found the back door as well, so he sneaks in through the back and gets out the same way, but. Yeah, it's a weird one. You can you actually usually see him just crossing the road. Um going off but yeah, I probably shouldn't say. He never got a helmet on either, just <laughs> probably no shoes as well. He's just that's classic Isaac, so laid back. Um rides his rides his bike and I think on the way in it's better cuz it's downhill, but home's a bit of a struggle, which is oh. probably not ideal, but
0: No, it's not. It's not if you've um had a big day at the office and come up short, but yeah, there you go. The normie just driving the uh, bicycle home after a home game. That's pretty it's pretty cool. I don't think I've heard anything like that before.
1: Nah, she's only a pushy too. It's not like she's a nice road bike, so it'd be hard work, I reckon.
0: Just A to V. And you've got the backpack on the bag. Yeah, has got the bag on the back, sorry. Bag on the
1: back with boots in. and
0: There you go. There you go. Let's talk a little bit about um, – let's talk a bit of footy. I know all the footy fans out there want to hear a bit about Closie and how you – you know, where you grew up and how it all started your journey into the AFL. And I'm actually really interested – I don't – and this is not being disrespectful, I don't go on Google and, and call everyone and ask them about this stuff because I actually find it really interesting just, you know, right here live. Um, so, yeah, mate, really interested to know where it all started and, uh, yeah, how you landed at Geelong.
1: Yeah, so obviously I grew up in Mount Gambier, just across the border um, in SA, um, about 20 minutes from from Jezza, who's over in Dartmoor, so not too far away, he's a bit older, so it's not like I sort of knew him too much when we were growing up, but... um. Yeah, funnily enough, we've got that little connection from back that way. Um, played senior footy down there when I was young, and my old man played about 400 games of country footy. So 400, 400 odd, almost just short. So there's Jeez. um there was always footy every weekend, every uh, few times a week. So it was something I grew up with, and then um, yeah, I was lucky enough win a few flags of senior footy when I was still at school down there, and. Made the way up to, to Adelaide where I played a bit of junior footy at Glenelg. So that was our country, country zone and um, then moved up for uni as well. So um, finished school in Mount Gambia um, thought, you know, would head up and tried a bit of state 18s where I didn't play any games and that was probably the point. Oh, I didn't get picked. Didn't play any games, didn't get picked. So I was in the squad, train for a few weeks, uh, probably five or so weeks when the carnival was on and, um, yeah, got sent back to Mount Gambia. And sort of said, you know, it's um it's not going to work out for you, um and that was probably the end of where I thought my chances have been of drafted sort of ended, and um I guess growing up it was obviously everyone's dream to play AFL footy, but um yeah I think it was something that I thought was pretty far fetched, so um yeah moved up for uni um a year later and um, did a couple of years of accounting and played. Senior footy at Glenelg, um, where I played under Mark Stone, who's now at Brisbane as a, their assistant there. And, um, he was my
0: midfield coach at Freo. Really? There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you are know, nice He loves the magnet.
0: Well. Don't you reckon? He loves the magnets. Mate, he
1: was. <laughs> he used he to move it.
0: the magnets quicker than you could oh, think. Mate. I'll be going, slow down, Stoney. I can't, where's that wingman going?
1: <laughs> Stoney is, I reckon, the most intelligent, like, football brain i've ever ever seen i don't think he'd sleep much at night like honestly no, he loves, he'd be ticking yeah. all
0: night long yeah has all the scenarios all the stoppage structures Everything. all the maneuvers yeah
1: plan a b c d e f c, oh, like. yeah
0: the, the alphabet yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah I played on estonia which is which was great we won the flag there in 2019 um and i reckon it was, it was good for my sort of afl development i reckon i sort of played that similar high forward role and um yeah, it was lucky enough to be picked up by the Cats at the end of 2019. So, um, how old were you then? I was 21 at that point. There you go. So yeah, a bit later, and like I said, I think in 2020 I had one meeting with with West Coast, and I was like freaking out. I was, like, oh, this is strange. Like, only played maybe five games a league. Did my medial in my knee, so I didn't play the rest of the, the season there, and was just in the twos earlier that year, and thought, yeah. I was I remember I was I was that nervous for this meeting that I got a bloke from the club who was our high performance staff. Um, his name is Brad Keller who's actually at Freo now um, with 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 their high performance um, I got him to come along because I was that nervous about not <laughs> like, chatting to these two blokes from West Coast and like um, yeah did that and um, yeah obviously didn't think much was going to come from it from then and then yeah the next year caught up with the cats throughout the year and didn't have a manager or anything yeah um, so I rang up a couple of the, my mates at, at the bays there, Luke Partington, played at, at West Coast, was there for a few years and um, said, who's who's your manager? He said, oh, I've got a bloke. Um, give him a call. So I called my current manager, Timmy Lawrence, ripping fellow if anyone has ever met Timmy. Um, he's got a few boys in the system but gave him a call and um, basically said, oh, look, I've had a I've had a couple of clubs, you know, contact me, um, do you reckon um, we could work together? And he says, oh look, I'll have a chat to the clubs, you know, just to see how keen they yeah. are. He was, he's he's only got a few boys and he's sort of trying to get out of it. I think he's sort of, we're sort of his last boys and when, when we're done, he's sort of finished. And um, yeah, he rang back an hour later and said, yeah, shit, the, cat, the cats are pretty keen. And I said, like, oh, that, that's good news. And he said, yeah, we'll work together. I was like, oh, brilliant. Um, but funnily enough, I went to the, the SA combine, so the state combine, and the cat said, yeah, look, we're not going to talk to you. We're not going to have any meetings with you. We don't want anyone to know we're keen on you. Oh, the so, secret! Yeah. So the secret. And I was thinking, oh, presume that's a good thing. Like, yeah. So, we chatted a few other clubs and thought, oh, there's a Cats boy sitting in the corner. They're still not talking to me. I was like, oh, hope hopefully all things means it's good. And then, yeah, lucky enough in the rookie draft got got picked up. So, um, yeah, made more over to over to Geelong.
0: That's unbelievable. I didn't know that. That's that's why I don't do the research. Yeah, that's mate. unbelievable. See, so, three years in the in the in you know. Not on a list, so twenty one.
1: Yeah,
0: and you play. You're you're at the level of almost playing seconds in the sample coming back from the knee. Obviously, yeah. Well, well, you're literally in the seconds pushing for a spot in the first team.
1: So I played. So it's in preseason. There was about fifteen of us, and you know what Stony's like. Yeah, Stony's. You play with Darcy, ba- Bales. Bales, yeah, love Bales. Oh, he's a pisser. There's there you go. Shout play, out to Bales. He's Bales. A, how funny Benil is that? he goes by. There you the go. The mayor of Glenelg, Darcy
0: Bailey. Is Lee McBean, was it Was he yeah. there?
1: Mate, we had an unbelievable team.
0: Lee McBean is yeah. still there. I He's don't like know. plug a locket, do not he? He kicks that many goals. I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought he might have even got picked up again. I don't yeah. think he would have wanted to, but he was yeah. kicking that many goals in the sand for when you looked at it. I thought, Beano could probably get back into the system here.
1: Unbelievable skills. Left foot, right foot.
0: Well, he played on the wing when we played tack. Yeah, he was right. obviously 200-something centimeters, yeah. but he could play anyway because he was so agile. He was yeah. just a bit skinny for key position at the time. Yeah. You know what it's like when you're 17, 18. Um, there you go. So, yeah, and you, a few of you were pushing for a spot. Stoney wouldn't pick you. So
1: there was 15 of us, and we weren't actually allowed to train with the main group. We will put off to the side, and he said, look, you can't train with the main group until you get your skills up to scratch. And I'm thinking, yeah, right, geez, we're in for it here. And so we're just off the side doing handballing and touch and stuff. Everyone's doing proper drills. And I think there was maybe two of us that made it through preseason without getting the flick, and I was thinking, yeah, right, this is going to be a tough, tough year, and hopefully just stay at the club, really. Yeah. And then I played, yeah, four games of Rezies, made my way the league side, played oh, maybe a handful of games and then hurt myself, so. Um, then the next year, yeah, back in the league side all year and won the flag, so. Um,
0: there you go. That's that team success. It helps so much, doesn't it? I mean, you've obviously got rookie off the back of it, but people don't realise, like, the better the team does, the more opportunity there Absolutely. is for the individual. Yeah. So you've been rookie listed. There you go. You're a rookie. Yeah. Not that it matters. And that's one thing that you'll realise on an AFL list. It doesn't matter where you go. Clearly, um, you want to just get on the main list to get a game. Is that, have they scrapped that? Can rookies play now? Or is yeah, it,
1: rookies can yeah, play. Yeah, so they've yeah, changed yeah.
0: that. So yeah. it used to be you had to get upgraded. Um, yeah, wow. I didn't I didn't picture that. The. Uh, the high half forward at Geelong, who's, you know, premiership player now, he's come off the rookie list yeah. was only four years ago.
1: Yeah, it's all happened pretty quick. Yeah, which is it's crazy to think of. And um, yeah, never never imagined that I'd be yeah, where I am today.
0: Uh, talk to me about the Geelong Footy Club. Like it's it's pretty well documented, but it's one of the most relaxed, they reckon you can be yourself more than anyone else. Um, when it's time to be, you know, a footballer, you, you, you naturally want to do more because you just, they, they let you kind of, as I said, be yourself. You don't have, it's not like it's not as serious down there in terms of there's It's, it's, it's a town, you know, it's it's hard to explain unless you speak to people that have been there. Um, clearly I haven't, but I've heard so many things and you see this successful culture that's down there. Um, how would you kind of explain the footy club?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, um, it's that relaxed feel and expect the sort of expectation to um, sort of responsibilities on your own shoulders and like you say, I think it makes you want to do more knowing that um, when you're in at the club, you get your work done and then you've got so much time to do what you need to do um, when you leave. So um, it does make for um, a really enjoyable place to play footy um, and you sort of speak to folks who've come from other clubs and... Um, I guess I've only been at the Cats. So I don't know what it's like elsewhere, but they do say how um, they're relaxed and um, enjoyable and I guess when, when you're sort of enjoying your footy, it's probably easy to play good footy as well, I guess. Everyone mm. sort of speaks to that. So, um, no, it's led by Scotty um, and then the rest of the coaching staff and obviously upstairs and the CEO and the president and um, head of footy, Lloyd, they all push it. So um, it's it's
0: something that
1: I think we're real lucky to be a part of.
0: Mm, definitely. Especially uh I remember speaking to Simon Lloyd was my assistant. Like he was the head of assisting sorry, he was the head of development when I was at Fremantle. So when he went to Geelong, he was like, Oh mate, you'd love it here, you'd yeah. love it here. Um and then obviously Jez has gone there and you see all the other blokes that are there and they're, they're all ripping fellas. Who's been someone that's mentored you as a young player? So, you know, you're coming through, you're a rookie list you're rookie listed. Um as we know now, you're a premiership player. Uh you're you're an important player that plays that high half forward position um in that forward line. Who's someone that's really guided you and helped, kind of, you know, bring you up to speed to AFL footy, you know, playing the playing the right way?
1: Yeah, I think, well, as a, as a player, um, probably Tommy Stewart. Obviously, Locker Buddies next door, number forty four, and I guess he's sort of come through a similar pathway as well, which I sort of I look at. And uh, when I first got the club, I sort of could realise, um, obviously, what an amazing career he's had so far, and. Um, he's done a lot of hard work and um, worked his way through different situations. So Stewie's obviously someone I can always lean on and chat to about different things. Uh, but I think a lot has to go to Corey Enright, who was our forwards coach in my first few years. Um, yeah, coming into a system where um, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing, I guess, and um, a lot of new things. And being thrown in um, pretty early, so obviously I played the first JLT my first year, which I was – freaking out with as well and I know I'm someone who stresses and overthinks a lot so I get nervous in big situations like that but um no he was awesome um I think goes back to I think one day against the Giants in my first season I had three touches for the whole day and I'm thinking oh I'm done like straight to the twos
0: and
1: (laughs) walks off the game and he goes mate you played your role like I know you didn't see much of the footy we can work on that but you did everything right and um don't worry about the stats as much. Just keep playing your role and stuff like that. And he said, look, you're playing next week. I can tell you that right now, which heck made, heck made, made the rest film. of the week so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Obviously, I could have been thinking about it all week until selection on Thursday night and gone. Probably train worse because I'm yeah. probably overdoing it. And, you don't sleep as well yeah, during the week. So,
0: you stress yourself
1: out. Um, he was just a great example of, um, and like another thing was one day I overslept my alarm, missed the, t- missed the forwards meeting, and I'll you know, jump in the car fanging it there and <laughs> ringing him up as probably the meeting just finished. And he goes, Oh, sorry, mate. I didn't even notice you weren't here. Don't stress. It's all good. I'll fill you in when you get here. So that's just sort of that, you know, goes back to the drilling environment. Um, look, you miss a team meeting cause you've overslept. Yeah. It's a mistake that we probably don't want, but if it's not happening regularly, forget about it, move on. Yeah. You know, if you're doing it every week, then, mm. then there's obviously something needs to change, but. Um. Yeah. Little things like that. Um. Yeah. How relaxed they were with that, and um. Uh, just move on to the next thing.
0: You just brought back some terrible memories, man. I, I I've done the same thing, but I did it the day after missing it. Like, so I was late to a meeting, and then got the spray. And the next day, my alarm. I must have flicked it on PM. Yeah. Or just flick snooze I, or something. Well, I don't know no. what happened, but like the alarm just didn't go yeah. off um and the uh, we had a meeting it was actually just a meeting about housekeeping some, some it was actually with like it wasn't even a coach's meeting but it was an all all-in kind of meeting and because I'd been late the day before I was kind of like one of those ones it wasn't like it wasn't like you by the way it was a bit of a slap like yeah. pull your head in kind of thing yeah. yeah no 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 worries so the next day of me alarm hasn't gone off mate the meeting started at like 7 30 me alarm went off I got out of bed at like 7 40 I was like fuck yeah. and because I was so late I was like I was like oh do I, do I, you know, what do I do here? And, I, man, I'm the same. I, I can't help it. I'm pretty honest. Yeah. But I didn't want to walk in because when you walk in late, everyone just turns their head and yeah. goes, oh, yeah. fuck, look at this bloke. So I just hid in the dunnies as if I was doing number twos on me phone, just waited. When all the boys walked out, everyone was walking in. So I could go to the toilet. I walked out and because I'd already put my bag away. Yeah. G'day, boys, what's going on? And then no one even knew, yeah. but I knew. So I went upstairs when everyone settled and said, ah, oh, just let you know. i just missed that meeting. This is what happened. And looking back, I shouldn't have even done that because I got a big spray after that yeah, going, mate, how hey, can you be late after yesterday? Yeah. And I was, then I got to, oh, mate, I wish it was like Geelong. We're like, mate, don't worry about it. It, it all happens. But yeah, that was, uh, you just brought back some bad memories. I think it was like one of my first or second years. Yeah, It's something that used to stress me out a lot was being late after that because of you know, just you know, you might have a couple these are things that happened at, you know, at Freo when I was there and yeah. um there's what I'm saying, like you, you're there's so many things that make you like tense. And being late was one of them after probably being consistently yeah. late early days, being a young, you know, young fellow with no idea. Yeah. Um, not to mention selection and training and all the rest of it. But uh yeah, that's that's a that's a good story. What 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 else about Corey Enright? He's now at the Saints, isn't he? You know, they're yeah, doing yeah. they're actually playing really well. Um What else did he, like, did he teach you? Because he's, I mean, gee, some of the players and coaches uh, down at Geelong that have been there and and still there, they're they're superstars.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, with with Boris, it was funny because obviously he played down back most of his career. I know he obviously could kick goals um, because he's just a freakish player and um, legend of the game. But, yeah, obviously coaching the forward line – I think it made it easy for him having the blokes like Tommy Hawkins down there, who's almost like another forwards coach. Um, but Borey, no, it's just his sort of soft nature. Um, I don't know if you've met him much, um, but yeah, sort of a quietly spoken bloke, but obviously can fire up if he needs to and let the boys know how to get the job done. But no, I think it was just the amount of time and effort he put into us one-on-one as well. Like I would have a lot of just one-on-one, um, sit downs with him, just trying to get my, my head across everything. And, um, yeah, just just the way it made you feel comfortable at the level, which I felt was a massive step up. Obviously, coming from from the Sanful where um, that's yeah, that was the level I was playing at. So.
0: What is the biggest step up? Because there's a lot of people that be tuning in that clearly aren't playing AFL football, but they might be playing state league footy, they might yeah. be playing local footy, whatever. Let's just let's just stick with sample, um and then AFL. What did you notice? The what was the difference between you know the, stepping up to the big the big time?
1: Yeah, well, like I said, I was lucky because I sort of I play a similar role that I had had been playing at, uh, at Glenelg, which was sort of a bit high-half high, high forward, um, play a bit deeper at times, but then also play up the stoppage as an extra and get back forward. So, um, yeah, I think the difference is obviously everyone says it. it's it's faster and you don't have much time and the amount of times I've been moaned down with tackles in the AFL <laughs> because I'm just too slow with the ball in hand or miss kicks because I just, yeah, crumble on the pressure, but um, that's probably the one thing everyone says, and um, but at, at times you, you you look on the flip side, and it's been a high forward where you you work at getting ahead of defenders and pushing hard forward. I guess the ball can almost get there quicker as well, just for how well the boys use it as well. So it can help in. Mm.
0: I that respect I as well. I think you've been a bit harsh on yourself. But yeah, man, I've seen you play. You don't, you don't crumble under pressure. I actually saw a stat that when you have 20 possessions and a goal, I don't think you guys lose or you might not have lose. There's some stat that I'd read. I can't remember where it was. Um, now, does that go through your head at all? Like, because playing half forward is hard. You know, you can be in, you can be around the ball, but you, sometimes you're in between. As we know, if you're playing off the back of the stoppage, going into the stoppage, I'd imagine you get a bit more ball, uh, and then a goal a game. You know, as we know, it could be two goals, three goals, or zero because you're just in and in and around it, uh, or kicking the ball to to the big hawk or Jezza. Do you know that when you have twenty and one? You, you win a lot of games.
1: I had read something about that, and uh, I don't know if it means that either I only play well when the team's going well <laughs> or that I can actually help the team out. So, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Um, I do look at the goal of game. Like, it's always nice just to finish with a goal of game, even though, yeah, happy to give them off to Jezak because um, rather see his celebrations of my own. So, um, no, I have read that stat, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure – what the uh what, what's the what the importance of it is whether it yeah, does mean a bit or not so
0: just another quirky just, stat we well, love the stats once yeah. you're out of the game you know you just the external noise they oh, just love anything
1: yeah. I love the u- useless AFL stats I've seen plenty of those there's so. plenty of them
0: so there's good. plenty of them um let's talk about the granny year before we talk about this year we're heading into finals now um and you've been there you've done it you've won. You've won a, you know, you've you've done, you know, you've won a flag. It's the, the probably the most, it's probably the biggest goal that you can have if you love footy growing up. All you want to do is just put that medal around your neck and not many people get to do it. How would you describe the step up into finals? And also off the back of that, how would you describe last year's run?
1: Yeah, so obviously growing up, everyone watches it, the, the grand final. And um, I think I went to one in maybe 13 with my old man who was a Hawks supporter. Um, and just going there and being around Melbourne at the time, you just, people everywhere and, yeah, sitting there watching it going, yeah, this is obviously the best part of our game. So, um, in the lead up to last year, um, finals, yeah, played a few in 20, was that 21? Yeah, the year before and, um, when the D's knocked us out and smashed us and won the flag, um, over in Perth. Over in Perth, which was different, I guess. A bit different, yeah. You're not at home, you're not in Melbourne. Melbourne's obviously the, the home of footy and um yeah. Obviously the um, first final we played against Collingwood last year, ninety odd thousand at the G is the loudest I've ever ever heard a game, louder than the granny. Obviously Collingwood have a massive following and I'm sure we had plenty of cats fans there, but it seemed like there was just way more Collingwood. Oh, they because, know how to
0: pack a stadium the
1: pies. Yeah. And um tight game, obviously we got the, got the win in the end but that was the first time I was yeah, obviously really, really seen the G the noisiest um, I've seen it and then um, yeah, we, we took on Brizzy the, the next week which was a bit of a bit of a um, blowout in the end which um, I guess, yeah just from there was all of thinking about how do you get through training don't hurt yourself, don't yeah. do anything stupid um just make sure you're there on grand final day, and um, you go through all the parade and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, we're on those barges heading down What'd the river. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, you,
0: not that you've had any other like experience, but I mean, I'll, let me give my opinion. It, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I love the old, I love the, you know, what they used to do. Yep. Um. Love the innovation, love the way the AFL is thinking, but there was no real access to players. You could, I think, speaking to a few, it was like pretty weird.
1: It was a bit, yeah. So, obviously, because the barge moves so slow, <clears throat> you've got fans waving at you. So, you give them a wave, and then like you're still there staring at them, <laughs> and it's like, what do I do now? But then when we move into the actual, the back of the ute, I reckon that was the fun part where you actually go in the ute all the way to the G. And, um, yeah, like you say, you you got fans only metres away and um, you spot different uh, mates or relatives in the crowd and um, that was pretty special as well. And I guess it just puts more pressure on thinking about the moment, I guess. And,
0: um, yeah. Did you think that looking back uh, throughout the final series last year that Collingwood was the one? Like you now reflect and go, thank God we won that first one considering all the other games were so tough and do you think if you had a loss to Collingwood and went out they would have been the ones that went on and won it
1: yeah at the time I definitely thought when Sydney beat beat Collingwood um you're licking your lips I wasn't licking my lips but I was thinking that's probably a better result um obviously we'd lost to Sydney early in the year and um we'd played them at the G so um hadn't played them in uh sorry SCG and we hadn't played them in in Victoria yet for that year but um. I, yeah, I did think Collingwood were probably the next best side, but in saying that, yeah, um, I think the way we the way we played last year, I think we obviously could have beaten anyone on any day. So mm. we had it in us. We just had to get it right, and thankfully for that, what did we win? Fifteen in a row. We sort of got it right towards the end of the year, and <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, some of the footy we were playing throughout the finals, I think, was. Yeah, some of the best fifteen footy I've in been a, a row. It's
0: uh, you know, when everyone like right now, you look at the season and you go, "Who's going to win it?" And it's, I think Brisbane are the most consistent at home and away. They've, they, I mean, their form is probably the most consistent. Um, but in saying that, like, there's a lot of like a lot of people losing and winning, and not there's no like. Clear standout at the moment. Where last year, even last year, people are still doubting Geelong. And then you look yeah. back now and go, like okay, they won fifteen in a row. What were we like, what were we doing? Like it was right in front of us <laughs> the whole way.
1: Yeah, probably could have gone back to the fact that we'd been around the mark for so long. And my what three first three years were. I was emergency for twenty twenty granny, so we make the granny lose a granny against Richmond. Next year we lose the prelim and then we win the granny. So my mm-hmm. first three years have all been right up there. Um, so, yeah, we finally finally got what we deserved, I reckon, last year. And um, it was it was awesome for some of the older bugs, especially Joel, to obviously send him out. Not that I knew he was going out, but um, I guess by the end of the game you could tell, I reckon, he was going out. But, um, yeah, it's funny, even like that last... I don't know, everyone's probably heard the story of Joel at three-quarter time. I don't know if you've heard it, obviously. Joel and Scotty at three-quarter time were up by plenty and they'd go, look, boys, we've we've won this, not being stupid, but let's go out and actually enjoy it and you don't want to remember a grand final where you you win by a certain amount, but the opposition kick the last five goals and you finish poorly. So we went out and um, I remember just, I was, we were finishing down the end where I knew my family and friends were, but no idea where they were. There's 100,000 there. So I'm just looking up the whole time, trying to find him, see if I could spot him. I couldn't find him. Um, Jeremy obviously tracked his northern after a goal yes, in one of the like, in that the last quarter. So is... good. This is just classic Jeremy. Uh, and then Joel kicked that goal um, late, and I just remember every goal late in the last quarter, I was thinking, just get back to the four fifty so you can't get caught off. Bit selfish. Finish on the ground, but I was like, just charge back to the Ford 50, 666 get back there so you don't have time to come off and. Um, and then, yeah, I knew the sign was coming soon. Um, I saw Joel not far away, so I just crept close to Joel, make sure I was sort of near him <laughs> towards the end. and yes. Um, didn't want to be the bloke in the middle of the wing with no one around to celebrate <laughs> with. So, um, yeah, a bit strategic at the end of the, at you the end of the game, name. but that's sort of the, the good thing about having a nice sort of buffer towards the end that you could sort of really enjoy the, the moments. And then, um, yeah, it was weird. I don't think it sort of sunk in for a long time, like plenty of weeks after, um, that you'd actually accomplished it. Even still now, like to think of winning an AFL, AFL granny. It's it's the best thing you can think of. I oh reckon.
0: man, and I'm sure when you obviously when you, later in life you'll look once you're done, you'll go all right. Now let's look. you'll probably watch it 20 times straight. But um, when you're playing, you're kind of looking for another one. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, exactly. I can kind of understand where you're going. From um that's funny at the cherry picking you know like imagine you you're coaching your captain the legend of the footy club comes up and says boys we've won the grand final but there's still a quarter to go mate you'd be running that hard forward I mean you'd still be running hard back but geez would you be running hard forward if you're if you're playing in the uh fourth
1: line and it's even the like seeing Brandon Parfitt come on and kick a goal late in the game Sam Deconing in the goal square sneaking down for a goal like Plenty of cool moments, wasn't it? awesome there? moments. So you could watch the highlights package over and over and just think, yeah, that's that's awesome. And like you say, being a player, you just want to do it again and again. So um, people mm. sort of say, oh, you boys lose the drive now. It's like, I reckon it's the opposite. It's like you've, you've seen what happens when you win one. You just want to do it over and over.
0: It's funny that. I mean, I, a lot of people can't relate. So that's the thing. You win one. It's so hard to win one. Yeah. But now you're saying one's not enough. I want a second.
1: Absolutely. You talked to Isaac Smith. He's what got. Four now like and he, he wanted a yeah and a norm. He wanted a fifth. So it's funny. I did a show with with Isaac um a few weeks after Granny and he, he rolls in with his what would have been five medals, so his four premiership and the normie and pretty you
0: much know, auctioned off. He wants a photo with my medals and
1: <laughs> medals around the neck and no, he was pretty happy with that.
0: He's had an amazing career. He has. Oh, he's probably one of the hardest players I reckon I've had to play on. Him and Bradley Hill, they're that quick yeah. and they, they, they're they so quick and yeah. so like they can run all day and so smart as well. The angles yeah. they run. He's had an amazing career. He's got a good story as well. A bit Absolutely. similar to yourself. Like he wasn't, yeah, yeah. he didn't have it easy. No. Um, he had to do it the hard way and geez, hasn't he Uh, hasn't he done well? Um. What about post celebrations like yeah, I know we're talking a fair bit about last year but it is finals time and I want to really give everyone out, out there a little bit more insight as we go down to the last day in September um as this podcast is coming out what was it like signs gone clearly you knew you're going to win do you remember the last like you know do you remember the the next week <laughs> yeah. was it like was it just chaos and what was going it on it was a
1: bit of chaos um i remember getting back to Geelong and um we're on the bus obviously usually we drive up to the g whenever we play there but we got a bus obviously um and i remember getting back to geelong and seeing like videos on instagram and stuff of the main main square like town center of geelong like the streets were fully shut down there were people running right like the cats theme song was being played and like i've never seen anything like it like the whole town of geelong was like celebrating which was which was awesome to see and then yeah you get back to the footy club and we all had our allocation of how many people come to function. And funny enough, funnily enough, my old like home footy club were in Geelong on a footy trip. So they usually do like a Geelong or whatever Melbourne sort of trip every second year and then do like a, you know, like a Queensland trip or yeah. your big like Cairns and Gold Coast. So they were in Geelong watching the game and um, I snuck a few, a few of them in for the night as well. That's so brilliant. they're just running around having the time of, the, time of their life and um, – One's a Hawthorne supporter. He went up to Isaac, had the arm around, said, Isaac. And he goes, he's like, I'm mad, a Hawthorne supporter. And Isaac's like, so what are you doing here then, mate? <laughs> Shattered him, broke his heart. He's like, <laughs> tail between his legs, walked off. He's like, Isaac like, gave me nothing. But no, it was awesome. And then you obviously you got plenty of family and that. And then from there, um, yeah, must have had me phone dead when Jeremy was out um, wrangling cows on his farm. Oh, yeah. he, he was out on the farm doing stupid stuff. So sort of glowed. Didn't end up there, but um, yeah, no, it was an awesome week from there on, and um, yeah, like you say, that the cool thing is knowing that you've got re- reunions in many years' times that you can catch up with the same boys, and you've got that um, something you can share um, with that group. So, yeah, that's uh, awesome.
0: Oh, the reunions of the reunions will be great. Sure, Jesa, uh, <laughs> he, he was in fine form that night, wasn't he? Oh. Uh, you've done it. It's it, it's. Um, do you think it's one of the happiest moments of your life so far? One Lu- of?
1: Yeah, I think the the cool part is seeing the um, joy that you actually bring to other people as well. Like seeing my folks, obviously, old man's tearing up, and mm. um, yeah, I'm doing a lap of the the boundary after the game and turn around and grace my partners behind me. I didn't even know she was allowed on the field. And then he'd come around to my sisters, and then his mum and dad as well. Which yeah, it was cool, and then. No, you, even being in Geelong and you got supporters who have been lifelong cat supporters and um, it's not like they haven't had success for ages, but, yeah, I guess 10 or so years and um, just seeing what it means to them as well. They're, you know, sort of thanking you for bringing them a, a grand final in. I'm like, well, yeah, it's weird being thanked by them because it's not like it's something I've really done myself. But, no, it is cool just seeing, especially with family and friends, how, how cool of a day it is for them as well. And, yeah, you've got all the photos and memories to look
0: back on as well. They are, yeah, you're spot on. The, the amount of joy that you bring to others is what makes you happy, and then you know that's how you feel good. But um, yeah, it's awesome, mate. It's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of Geelong as a town, it's uh, they do. They now they they're very passionate, right? So let's talk about this year. Clearly, you've just won the flag last year. Um, if there's a year that you can miss finals, it's probably the year after. Not saying that that was the game. You know, the, yeah. the plan is to play finals and win flags every year. Look, few injuries, you've had a Joel Soward superstar uh retire, a little bit of movement, a bit of you know, you need a bit of luck in this game. Um and I don't think he's had that much luck this year with a few injuries and you know, key personnel. I think Cam Guthrie, one of the most yeah. underrated and bleak as well. That yeah. midfield um was a bit different and there's a lot of guns coming through. Um do you notice sort of a bit of chirp down the street now that, you know, your local cafes or when you're trying to go, you go out for a meal or anything, are they quite uh, – do they forget quickly or <laughs> what's it like down in the town? Because I've heard they're quite passionate.
1: They are very passionate and that's the awesome part about playing like home games in Geelong. You've got 99% of the crowd are Geelong. So it's all for you. But, yeah, I guess when you're not going so well, you've got to expect some sort of criticism and – um yeah, even walking off last week, um, yeah, you you cop a bit from the crowd and you do think it's funny how only however many months ago that it was the total opposite, but no, nah, they've got every right. We we didn't have the season we wanted to at all. and um, Hopefully we're back there next year and, um, yeah,
0: we can keep people happy. <laughs> You're right. We love passion. They wear their heart in their sleeves, so um... – yeah, it's always good to see what's happened this year. Was it was it what I just said? Was it was it you know Cam and Blick and you know Joel's not there obviously, or was it like the the leadership in the midfield that was lacking a bit of unl- like what what's what do you think you've lacked this year?
1: Um, yeah, obviously we started the season poorly, um, well on three I think, and then we had a, actually a bit of a good patch there we won five in a row, having the continuity each week, playing with the same sort of group of players and. I guess, not the trust you have in each other, but just sort of being able to read what they're going to do and um, getting comfortable playing with that group. So, um, yeah, being so set last year and having a pretty stable 22, 23 players and um, I guess you have a few changes here and there and it's just sort of getting used to playing with those different players. And, um, yeah, when you have a few go down, I guess it makes for opportunity and it's been great to see blokes step up and um, that's something we need to keep working on in the future and um, even with myself I like the opportunity to play a bit more up the ground and a few more minutes on ball and stuff like that it's been something that's um, I guess I haven't uh, played great when I've been up there and it's something that I really want to work on in the future so I can have up my sleeve in case we need it or um, whether that's an option so yeah it's really there's a lot of positives I think we can take from this year in that, in that regard but yeah when you look back at some of the games we lost um, probably a handful of games. That if you turn them into wins, we'd almost be in the four, I reckon, because it's been such a close year. So, mm. been a tight ladder, and um, yeah, you turn that around, and maybe a bit of um, positive- positivity from those those wins, and a bit of um, momentum that can drive you throughout the year. So,
0: spot on. No, it's it's well said, and you know, even our man Jezza, who was going to be here today, he's had the banged up shoulder for yeah. so many weeks. Um, he's actually having surgery as we speak. Um, they don't know about i mean we know but like there's things that players are playing banged up it does make, it does make a huge difference and um they they're good enough to play but they they're definitely not at their 100% best um in terms of their body and does make a big difference at the at the top so um yeah well mate they call it the premiership hangover don't they every year but uh I wouldn't call it a hangover yeah what would you call it i don't know Anyway, who cares? You won a flag. Sure you got five. Yeah, you, you, yeah. In, in the real world, you, you, you got five. You can have five years off now, you blokes. You've, you've brought that so much success to the town, but I know that's not how you're thinking. Now, before we get into the golf, um, this it would be a weird off season. You're, you know, going to throw to our segment here from our friend Sports Where I Am because because you've got an extended off season. That's probably the one positive thing about not making finals. You know how to plan your trip. You know, you know. All right, we we've got the BNF on this date. Got four weeks off. Um, if you want to be in town for the granny, some players don't like it because it makes them angry. Some players love it because it gets the juices flowing. Um, Off-season, okay. I want to know if you're going overseas, especially to America. So what I want you to do, our friends here at Sports A I Am, they're the, they're the biggest, largest Australian ticketing mob you can find. You head to sportswherem.com and you use the ACES discount code. You'll get 10% off at checkout all your ticketing. Now I want you to flip this card upside down. It's there's a, there's a, there's a place there in America, and it's got all these sporting events. And I want you to pick the sporting event that you'd be going to closely if you were, uh if you're over there. So read out what you're seeing.
1: Right. Oh, we've got LA, which is uh yeah awesome. I've actually been over there once on a school trip, which was pretty school sick. trip. We did a school trip in uh it was year eleven, a basketball trip. So we played against all different high schools and. Yeah, lucky enough to. So you
0: had a bit of handles, did you play point guard? A little
1: bit back in the day, yeah, bit of SA country and stuff like that. But too you, small, you know.
0: Too Yeah, you probably would be too, too small, small as they get as they progress. I do Although, miss it though. Do you? Do you still play? Like, would you still take the ball down and have a shoot? You a know, little shoot in the park, or a little
1: bit in the off season? Yeah, yeah, I might even try and uh, pull the pull the Kobe's on for a couple of games here well, and there. If, I've his, got a bit more time now. I think so. it's
0: his birthday as we're recording. So happy you should shout out to the, uh, the goat. the goat. Um, now mate, read out some of the events on that card. As we know, sports where I am, they're Australian. Australian lads are only based around the corner. Um, and you know you, when you head online to Sports right you're dealing with Australian customer service. All their tickets are vetted. You get premium seats. Everything's an upgrade when you when you talk about sports. Where I am, so if you are heading overseas or even locally and you want to book your tickets to any event, sports where I am, you simply head online. You tell them where you are, what date, and bang, every single option pops up. So it's uh, they pretty much make your job very easy, especially when you when you're in a new city. You're in Los Angeles. I am. You've got a lot of opportunities to go to different events here. Read out some things that you might go to, but then tell me the one that you're going to select.
1: All right. So we've got the, the Clippers. I've actually been to Clippers game at Staples before, so I'll probably pass on that. There's the Chargers. Mm. On that trip, we actually went to the last ever game in San Diego for the Chargers. There you go. So I'll probably not watch the Chargers again. You've they let that. us down that day. Um. To be honest, it's, it's out of the Rams and the Lakers. But if the King's still at the Lakers, I'm going. So. The ice hockey. No, no, sorry, the King. King oh, James. Sucker. Who?
0: LeBron James. Oh, I thought you meant Sacramento. They're called LA Kings, aren't they? The no, hockey.
1: Sorry, the hockey. You, you, you confused me. You confused me. I'm sorry, the Kings are the hockey. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, i got to even getting out the ice hockey. So you mean LeBron James, the King. Yeah, he's still there. So yeah, yeah. I've had a mare here. I just thought he said LA Kings. Make sure that's in there, please. Leave it in. Just leave it in. Our friends at Sports Rowan will love that. So you're going to go watch LeBron James, the King. The King. The Lakers at Crypto. It's called crypto now, hey, I crypto think. now. Yeah. yeah, true, not stable. I don't know how it's hanging on crypto because uh, if you've got any uh, cash in Bitcoin and whatnot, it's on the floor. I'm well there away. you go. So, well, mate, on behalf of Sports Where I Am, there's a $250 voucher. That's for you. Awesome. Um, You and Grace, if you're heading oh, over real. there in the off-season, um, that um, is all yours. So head online, Sports Where I Am, whack that discount code in, and anyone else out there, you use the discount code ACES, book all your NBA, NFL, and chal, if you want to go see the Kings <laughs> or anywhere else, um, happy day. So there you go, the sports awesome. where I am. Now, speaking of sport, um, chuck them there, brother. You can put them down. I'll give them to you after the show. You love your golf. I want to know a little bit more about where the love for golf started, the collaboration with Clutch & Co. that's now sold out. So if anyone wants what you're wearing, they can't get it. Um, but talk to me about the love of golf and your new page, Be Close.
1: Yeah, I guess always had a whack of golf with the old man. Um, go on holidays and stuff. You pull the sticks out, and then played a bit more when I was in Adelaide at uni. Probably when I was supposed to be doing assignments and stuff. Yeah, walk across the road to North Adelaide. There, nice little public track across from Adelaide Oval. And um, it wasn't until I moved over Geelong where I thought, you know, obviously we get a bit more time and good to good to get away from footy. Um, when you're on the course, we don't ever really talk much footy, which is great. It's always about yeah, being out on course and. I went down to the the Vic, uh, the Vic Open down at Thirteenth Beach, and um, this is in my first couple of weeks at the club with a few boys. And uh, Minwoo Lee was playing, which was pretty sick. So we're watching him, and I thought this is an awesome, awesome um, two course golf establishment. And the boys are like, yeah, let's sign up. And I was thinking, geez, it must cost fortune to sign up. And actually, it actually, was it was pretty cool that we um, we signed up down there with under 30 rates, which is always nice. I've got a few more years under my belt. Um, so we signed up and, yeah, started playing more and more. And um, then Jezza obviously moved down the club and started playing a fair bit with Jezza. And I put a story up of Jezza doing just the most outrageous stuff on course, which oh, so you tight. could follow him around with anything he does. Oh, so you could follow tight. him at a coffee shop and you'd be happy <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Like. So I've, I started putting stuff up and people were obviously enjoying the Jezzer content, not so much myself because I'm a trash golfer, but um, – I've been enjoying that, so I thought, you know what, maybe I'll start just a dedicated channel to myself playing golf with mates. and um, yeah, The aim is to start filming a bit more and have different guests on, which I've got a few lined up, and obviously
0: we need to get yourself out. Um, if you like get go semi-straight to the bakery, mate. Order yourself a vanilla slice because the ball just goes right every time off the tee. That's
1: right. Just start aiming left. We'll be
0: fine. <laughs> I'll be slicing around the corner. Don't worry about that.
1: So, yeah, just obviously you're going to start um, – filming a, a fair bit more and a bit of merch getting out. And obviously we did a bit with Domer at Clutch & Co., the great man. Um, we've done one run and um, there's been a fair bit of um, good feedback. So obviously we might do another run as well. So if we can get enough people out there that are keen, let me know. And we'll obviously do another run because his gears, is bloody good. Obviously you can see him. In the, yeah, very nice good. puffer here. That's uh, a nice
0: puffer. He does some great stuff, Dommy, and the custom embroidery as well. That's it. He's working like 10 men at the moment, Dommy. You'll love this and uh, – yeah, he's, he's got quality. I keep telling you, you got to bump the prices up. But he, you know what? Maybe just leave him as they are because it's working a treat. It's, it's such high-quality stuff. That's right. um, And he's such a good man. It's good to see you boys linking up. and. All these new, you know, all these new kits coming out as we speak. So no doubt you can slap your logo on the corner That's of them, on the uh, right breast, as he likes to call it. When he uh, tells me where he's putting all the logos, um, very good. Yeah, it's great. It's and, and how you uh, obviously with the off season, you'll just get some videographers down there and just shoot as much content as possible and for those that want to follow just youtube
1: on youtube yeah just brad close on youtube and so it's brad close brad close 45 i think on youtube someone yep. stole my handle so okay. yeah the handles on, they get yeah.
0: you got to save those handles early, early days day, man
1: yeah yep. i know i think people just making to be a pain but
0: and your um, you love for golf, you've got a few concepts that you've been – we've spoken about off air about a few concepts and things that you want to bring in. Now, I know you might want to keep this private, but feel free to elaborate because someone listening or watching might go, oh, I like that idea and we can we can work together here, uh, Bradley.
1: Yeah, well, the plan is I want to do I want to do a league-wide, AFL-wide golf day of some kind and it would be just cool to see who's got the bragging rights and it would be cool to see if it could run – Either, either yearly or every few years just to see who's got the best golfers at the club and uh, – in the league, sorry. So whether it be past or present players – sorry, yeah, past or present players um, playing along, you know, teams of four, whether it be best ball or whatever, um, be cool just to get something going. So I'm sort of trying to work on something at the minute and be cool to bring um, everyone together and just see who's got the crown and another bragging right for the competition. Obviously, like a premiership's cool, but – being the golf crown be, yeah, cool as it well, would
0: be. I've, I've actually thought about this as well, and this is funny to bring this up. Um, I've thought about a uh, yeah, little pro am and putting up some cash, and half goes to charity, so obviously, yeah, because, because then it's you get people there. Let's just call it, let's say it's 25 grand, right? Um, call it 50, whatever. Some major sponsor puts it up apparently that everyone would rock up and then yep. what you want, but this is where you're going to find the problem. You've got to find the best golfer from each footy club. If we are going to stick to AFL, for example. Yep. Now, when you put cash up, blokes are starting to go, well, I reckon I'm a chance. And that's when it starts to become debatable. But when you've got no runs on the board, you need a bit of a vetting system where you can kind of get there, get them to send in their scorecards, handicaps, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. a bandit, who's not, how do you know? Yeah. Um. So I like the way you're thinking. I think it's a, it's a great idea and you're right. Crowning, Crowning the uh the league's best would be would be pretty funny, and I think Fox would cover that. I think you should get Fox Footy to cover that. It'd be a great event. People okay. will tune in. Plenty of viewers, but
1: yeah, I've put my th- hand up for team captain of Geelong. Obviously, that's that's safe. I don't know if I will get a game myself, but I'll be captain. Obviously, oh so
0: you man, you'll be the leader. I'll be the leader. You'll I'm pick the team. To,
1: I'll pick the team. I don't know if I'm worthy of a spot in the team, but I'll be happy to be there on the bag.
0: Who's yeah. your best golfers at Geelong? I clearly would ma- imagine Jez has got to be right up there.
1: Jez is up there. Tommy Hawkins probably leads the way at the minute. Does he? And when we talk about past players, I'd love to get Lockie Henderson back down. Very good golfer.
0: All big boys. They'd all smoke it off yeah. the tee.
1: Stevie Jay is also in contention. I heard he plays pretty well. I didn't so know Stevie well.
0: played golf. I mean, he's good at everything, so it wouldn't yeah, surprise exactly. me.
1: So, no, there's healthy competition. And like you say, it's it's sort of hard to know who who to pick. So I think we're going to have to run like a, a monthly Sort of playoff each each month to see who gets a gig. Maybe if we can get this tournament this um, day going, maybe for next year. Maybe we have a few sort of monthly medals at the club. I know, I don't know the Brizzy Boys do something similar where they have like a, yeah, they play their, for a jacket. I think in their bye week. But I think it might be
0: handicapped as well.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. I, I reckon off the stick is how we go. Now, we off the have, stick would have be a true
0: champion, exactly. Yeah, and then you could also maybe do, you know, handicaps as well. Yeah, you could like have it. two awards. Yeah. Yeah, so you true. can see who He's actually the and, who's the bandit. Yeah. What's your handicap? My handicap's around eight at the minute. Yeah. That's nice. What's Jez's? Five. Jez around five or six, yeah. He's been playing with the AC He's joined, been, it, hasn't he? He'll get that down to scratch if he played absolutely. a bit more. Yeah. Um and what's Lockie Henderson? Hendo would be around around scratch.
1: Yeah. Scratch. And Hawk? Hawk. Three or four. Geez, the boys are good at golf. Yeah, some good golfers. It's good. We've got a good crew now. Like, there's, I'm saying, twenty blokes are now signed up and members in the area down Geelong, and all the young boys are getting into it. And there'll be some good competition for spots. Do the coaches so. play? Scotty's a good golfer. Does he get out in the course? He doesn't he play heaps. I don't think. I played with him a few times. Um, we had a hit when we we're in Adelaide, actually, one of the away games. So I like to sneak the bags, sneak the bag on a few p- flights um, yeah. in the state. Obviously, back to Adelaide, where um got a few local courses that I like and stuff, but. Yeah, it's, it's always a tough one when you're going on a way trip and you've carried the golf sticks onto the flight and 100%. people are looking at you going, what are you here for? That's why I like to use Benny, our property guy. He's always looking after me and him yeah. on early in the team truck or something like that so 100%. no one knows about it and then you get the late flight back so no one sees you.
0: You just reminded me, speaking of golf, normally I'm always out of bounds when I'm playing golf and it just triggered me to think about, about I don't know how many weeks ago it was, when you've handballed the ball to our man Jezza, what was he, four metres out of bounds? And it's just play on. And this is how good he is. He's made you look amazing. Because imagine it was just that and he's on the yeah. full. go, What are these oh, blokes man. doing? He snaps it around the corner, kicks an absolute blinder. Has probably one of the best games he'd had in a long time. This like Because he'd been, as you know, he's been banged up. He's had no, his, his body's been banged up hard. If anyone knows him, he's oh, had man. double corkies in the same spot, his shoulder and whatnot. Um, talk to me about, The out of bounds. I know we're talking golf here, but it's just triggered me. I forgot to ask you earlier. It's a great segue. What was going through all of your heads there?
1: Yeah, so I think anytime I'm sort of inside 50 and I know that Jeremy's around, like, I'm giving him the ball. Like, he doesn't miss many. Like, I'm giving him the ball, whether I can or not. So we've had a few in the past, you know, he runs around, gives him the handball, kicks a goal, easy. You know, I've actually... taking the mark in front of him by accident like he tried to call me out I was there I was like oh, I'll take it anyway he's got someone on him I didn't so I knew he was right behind me and he's just screaming for it and I'm not even looking at where I am I just hear him screaming for it I'm giving him the ball handball it to him he kicks the goal I'm like yep no worries like bloke on the mark got pretty close I was like like oh, jeez and then they're all going nuts and I'm looking at the screen and I'm like hang on here he's miles <laughs> out of bounds like not even close and then you see all the photos online and but he, Vic Police are putting up memes yeah. of us and stuff. And you actually see he's actually not even on the actual grass yet. He's still on the synthetic, which <laughs> the grass starts probably, what, three meters past the boundary? Yeah, yeah. So that's how far out of bounds he was. He wasn't even on the actual grass yet. He kicked it from the synthetic stuff. And then, um, yeah, because he obviously hasn't been training heaps with his shoulder, I wanted to reenact one at training or like, take the piss out of herself and just say we're practicing doing it again, but just couldn't get it
0: over the line. It would have been, would've been it good. It would have been but fantastic content. He turned yeah.
1: around at training and he's already in,
0: having a shower. So. <laughs> yeah, he's probably back at the farm already. Talk to me about like when you looked up to the screen, like did you just start having a giggle? Absolutely. I was Well, I was just telling
1: him like <laughs> follow it up before we could <laughs> even like be done, like check it and stuff, which I guess, yeah, they can't check it. From there, I don't know how it all I don't works. Know
0: how it, I don't even know how it works either. In the end, the Pies win, so the supporters yeah, exactly. can't go too mad. But um, if you guys had a one by like four four points, I would have been well, humble. was the second one because he marked one out of bounds yeah, earlier yeah, in the yeah, game as well, which yeah. is on the full, which... They reckon yeah. that one's a bit grey with the yeah, it was like, closer. It apparently it was still out of bounds. Because Jezek is the smirk. Well, that, we we're gonna talk about it obviously today, both of you, but um he's he's having surgery. But yeah, that yeah. that handball is uh and this is how good he is. Like can we just yeah. let's just okay, it was out of bounds. What about the finish? Yeah. Like not many blokes could do that.
1: No. He's an absolute freak and um Yeah, if you meet him outside of footy and you didn't know who he was, say you come from overseas and you meet him you chat to him for an hour and you go what do you do for a living and he goes i play i'm a professional footballer like
0: i kick him from i'm anywhere. all Australian
1: you know one of the better players in the league like and they're like no way like <laughs> you're a little farmer a little sheep farmer down in freshwater creek like you're not a footballer and then you meet him and he's his legs are smaller than mine like i've clearly got the smallest like frame at the body uh, at the smallest frame at the club and he's probably skinnier than me Kicks him over his shoulder,
0: left foot, right foot, checkies, snaps, like whatever you like. I haven't seen a man kick a better snap. I mean, he's kicking him at the Giants from 50, like around yeah. the corner, like easy. I'm going, mate, how are you doing that? And he just he just starts smiling.
1: Yeah, and it's like you see him kick that one from basically in the grandstand the other day, but like at training you'll see him on the boundary doing them anyway, and it's like, well, he's actually practising them. Yeah. Like he practises the most outrageous kicks and pulls them off, and it's like, mm. well, no wonder it happens in a game.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. No, it's good. I just when you said that when you're talking golf out of bounds, I just triggered me, mate. I had to ask you that one. It's, it's a cool moment. It'll be one of those moments you look back in time and go, "Fuck, that's pretty funny." Yeah, um, I'm glad it happened. Now let's. Let, I want to. Th- I'm. i want to throw to our friends here from Milwaukee Tools. Obviously, they're sitting right behind me. I won't get them up because I'll throw everything out and I'll fall over. But you're going to go home with this heated jacket, brother. So. I know that you love your outdoors. Um, I know that uh, it can get cold down in Geelong. We are heading into spring and summer. We never know what's going to come. I think it'll be a nice warm spring. But, mate, our friends at Milwaukee Tools are a huge sponsor of the show, and without them, we wouldn't be here. So that's going home with you. And when I talk about Milwaukee, we always talk about what is your handiest moment, your Milwaukee Tools handiest moment of your career now this isn't a time to be humble. This is a time for you, Bradley, just to sit back and tell me a time that you did something very handy on the footy field. If I say that, what comes to mind first? Well,
1: there's not much to pick from. No, you're too hard on <laughs> yourself. <laughs> no, I reckon. Let's be honest. Like, um, no, I'm gonna. I would have to say my first my, my first goal in AFL footy would probably be my handiest moment. Talk me through it. So yeah, f- debut in in Frio in the Hub. Um, pissing with rain first 15 seconds of the game Gary Ryan looks inside 50 he's Hawk coming on a lead then I'll just pop in front and take a mark 40 out go back kick the goal first game first kick oh first
0: kick first, first game kick, first, first game. goal it wow it would have been like you know exclusive club that one I always hear exclusive the- club do you know who else is in there? Uh, or what I number? Don't. How many people are in there? I don't. We should find out that stat. But I reckon that 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 always makes me happy hearing about the exclusive club. I
1: think it's top ten for quickest goal in career. So obviously up there. But yeah, and then obviously, cool thing, cool thing was obviously yeah first game. I think there was only a few more goals kicked for that night because it was torrential in Freo. So got on the board early. Um, shocked myself. Shocked many. Um made a lot of people wealthy too
0: Come oh, into the oh, game yeah, at, all your all your mates would have on on your mates been getting on first goal yeah first
1: game got to get on him you know 100%, 40 is probably like yeah so everyone loaded up and um, yeah made a few people very very wealthy as well
0: that's special
1: uh, which was cool and um yeah being in the hub probably um no fans and no family would have been tough
0: as well so would have been would have picked the family up for a day while I was struggling yeah, in the yeah, hub, exactly. you know, everyone's, all the, at everyone's at home.
1: I could get across the border to come watch. And, um, yeah, look, it's not the most amazing moment, but first kick, first hey, goal club, I've, I've got it for life. Pretty handy. It is handy.
0: Very handy, I Handier think. Handier
1: than me with the tools, I do that
0: much. <laughs> Are but. you any good with the tools?
1: <laughs> no, nah, I'm not great. Like, any time I get the drill out at home, I give myself a pat on the back and feel pretty good about myself. But I do enjoy it. But, um, yeah, I'm always – Offering a handout to to Jerry on the farm if he ever needs oh, anything with the sheep and, the and stuff.
0: He's, he's, he, does it, he does it in the in the Crocs, right. he reckons. I know he, he probably shouldn't be saying that, but he's just as handy as it gets when it comes to the he tools is. and the farm. and self taught. Like he yeah. I think he says, Oh, if I don't know it, I'll just ask a few blokes and dive in and get it done. Yeah. He's got all the, uh, all the all the gear and, you know, normally you say no idea. Well, he's got all the ideas. He he's, uh, he's all over it. Well, there you go, mate. That's coming home with you. So the Milwaukee Tools Tough Shell heated jacket and you get the battery pack as well. So you just whack the battery in the pocket and it heats up. So when you really? go down and do some recovery, get it out, you're freezing, whack that on high. You'll be warm. And it's, like a, it's like a walking car seat. You know the car seats get real warm? Yeah. Um, we're heading into the off-season, mate. So... What are the plans here? This little friend, we'll give these to you in a second, the Rixies, but um, what are your – you probably don't think about off-season when you're playing and you're right around the, the the finals, but now that you know you can't make it um, and you're out, have you got some plans, some short plans?
1: Yeah, we always yeah look to post best and fairest kajji Kaji, Kaji medal night, um, which is not until October, obviously, post-season, post-grand final everything. So got a trip with um, Grace over to Asia, Vietnam, Thailand, um, Malaysia, places like that, which will be pretty pretty fun for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, well, now we've got five weeks, which is, like you say, it is different. So um, not sure what. We're going to do a few little local trips, heading down the lawn and a few places like that with some nice um, local getaways with the, the boys. Little toddies job. Little toddies lunch next week with the boys down at Lawn, oh, which will be special. unbelievable. Oh, that's special. They might take a few back to Kunawara Wine Region. A few boys love their wine. So that's sort of back home way, just in SA. You'll so host
0: that. I'll host. Wine tour with Kelsey. Wine tour, take the golf clubs out. That's not a bad little business model, by the way. Wine and golf. Wine and golf. I don't know many people doing tours like that. Not at all. Wine, no. golf, accommodation, weekend packages, bang. Brilliant. There you go. Come ask me and tell me if you want to go yeah, a golf trip. I'll drive the van round. already <laughs> <laughs> got the van, don't you? Yeah. him in the back. Well, Brayden's got the van. We get the roller media van out. We need a. <laughs> we need a few more seats. We'd have to. Uh, we'd have to get the ride uh, pimped out again. Now, mate, just got some quick mail coming through. Two hundred ninety-eight players have kicked their first goal with their first kick. There's some big names in there. So imagine you boys caught up. Matthew Pavlich has done this. Charlie Dixon. We've got. Um, Patrick Carnese, he was a, it was a high, he was a, it was a big name coming through the system. Um, the, but there's plenty of big names in there that uh, that have done this. So I reckon, yeah, it could be a little uh, little club there. You could even a little
1: get together. Yeah,
0: I'm sure there's blokes sitting at home right Need now going, room, about time someone people. did something because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's always mentioned on the radio. Ah, uh, mate, Chuck, that Rixie's on. I want to ask you a question. I know you love. Your Orbits, did you, you still rock on the Orbits from the uh, Parade?
1: I am, mate. Got a, got a nice pair from the Parade and, um, they're, they're safe as houses, those. Yeah. Un- unlike the pairs you used to buy in Bali and you break them three oh, weeks yeah, later. Nah, you'd, you'd hope I used Rick's- to go through five pairs, so <laughs> yeah. lucky i just stick with the run- one pair of Rixies now and, um, I've had, I've had a few pairs from the footy show, so I've done the footy show a couple of times, the prize pack's amazing there and. Flicked them out to a few mates and can't go wrong with an old Rixie. So I might even try and book a little Bali trip, I reckon, just to uh, see a bit of
0: sun in the next six weeks. Can't go wrong there either. Um, head to Finns as well. If you go to Finns, they're on the wall. Um, if you do, carry on and lose them like most people. Mate, chuck them on. They're yours. So I've got you the okay. black orbits because I'm pretty sure last time you had the mint, um, crystal mint. Yeah, they probably in the pocket um, to be fair, mate. Yeah. I drove
1: in with them this morning. She was-
0: Save me from the morning sun. The glare. Oh, is look it at nice. that. Yeah,
1: black on black Beautiful. with the custom All clutches. All black with close. It might be my golf son, is it?
0: <laughs> um, they talk to me. This is Ricks on tour. So while you leave them on, I want you to tell me about the two blokes that if you were to book a trip to Bali or somewhere, tell me the location, where would you take the Ricks and who are the two blokes you want on tour with you and why?
1: Yeah, you're going to have to take great man Jezza, obviously, It'd just be entertaining just to follow him around. Um, makes any anything fun. So Jezza would be there. Firstly, hopefully his shoulder's better by then, so he can play some golf or whatever we mm. do on this tour. Yeah, you need him. You need his you need shoulder working, firing. Um, and plus, he'd probably have a dozen Northerns before breakfast too. So,
0: <laughs> have you met him like loves Northern like Jezza? <laughs> nah, no. Nah. Honestly, I, like, I'm surprised he hasn't got a Northern sponsorship yet. I reckon he's yeah. keeping him afloat we'll have
1: to get his man cave up and running and get it sponsored by Great Northern, or I can get I some reckon it wouldn't be hard.
0: It would not be hard. Yeah. Okay, I'm really interested to hear yeah. and the who the one? third, yeah, who the so, second person is that's going to add, you know, there's you, Jezza. Who's the next person out of all the blokes? I'm
1: going to take Mark Blitzovs. Well-traveled man. He loves going overseas. He does Europe every year. He's got a nice trip booked at the end of the year. But, yeah, he just knows the right places to go. Um, he'll, he'll keep the boys sorted with places to go, things to do, bring along some nice wine and uh, yeah, he's also a very funny
0: man, so. He's a good man, isn't he? Is. he? He's
1: just a, one of the rippers, like. When you talk about him being at the footy club, um he's a bloke that whether you're 18 years old or you're 36, like he just gets along with absolutely everyone and he's good. Probably cuz he's still what is he? 30, maybe 30, 31. Mm. He's good. He's probably a bit young at heart still, so he still loves getting around with the, you know, f- yep. fresh draftees. you'll go, you know, take him around town and show them where to go and then Still backs up with the old boys as well, so it's just
0: uh, a ripper to have around. He'd be a great, yeah, he'd be a great addition yep. on tour. What about the location? So there's you, Bleak, Jezza. You got the orbits on. Where are you? Where are you heading? You got to pick one location in the world with that crew.
1: Well, we're not playing golf because Blitz is terrible, so we don't have to oh, worry there you about go. golf. Can't play
0: golf. Nah,
1: I wouldn't back him in with golf. He's pretty okay. good at everything else. Um, yeah, look, we might have to go to. I'll take the boys to LA. LA, there you go. I'll take him on the trip, so... Take him to the Kings (laughs) Cup.
0: Take him to the NHL. Take him to the
1: ice hockey. (laughs) Jezza probably doesn't know what ice hockey is, but... i never seen it before. <laughs> he'd but. probably be
0: good at yeah. it if he just stepped oh, on the he, ice
1: knowing that he's it. bloody good at everything, isn't he? But we'll go to LA, I reckon, with Jezza and Blitz. We'll go, to, we'll go watch The King and, uh, yeah, geez, it'll be a funny trip. I don't know if they sell Great Northern over there. We'll have to oh,
0: ring they, in advance. And you'd have to step it, up to the in. Budweiser's or the Bud Lights. So I don't think yeah. you'd be drinking light, but, yeah, the Budweiser's, whatever else they, they drink over the cause. Yeah. just You just adapt.
1: Yeah, you just make it work, don't you? Yeah, make it work. You just—it doesn't matter by that point, does it? Doesn't nah, matter what doesn't.
0: it is. it doesn't it's just alcohol. Oh, it's good. Well, yeah, the off is coming up, mate. I just want to say thanks so much for for uh, driving two hours just to pop into the studio and have a chat. Um, it's great to sit down with yourself and um and talk about footy, talk about golf. Uh, a lot of people out there will really enjoy your story. You haven't done it easy. You've done it tough. So, um, congratulations on everything you've achieved so far, mate. And um, and put the feet up. Oh, the last off-season would have been very short, so have a really um, good off-season. I'll hopefully play some golf with you hopefully soon. Um, and, um, yeah, mate, welcome back on here anytime. And as we said, head online to your YouTube page. Tell them again where to go.
1: Yeah, Brad Close, 45 YouTube. Or you can check out Be Close Golf on Instagram if it's a bit easier for you. And um,
0: Yeah. And check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Get around a great man. And I really liked your uh, NFL fantasy. uh, So we're going through that now, where we're going to pick, we're going to do our picks. And you decided to hit twelve balls, and the closest to the pin was pick one, and all the way back to twelve was uh, when they all had their names on the ball. I just want to ask, did because I watched the video and go, oh, I wonder. I mean, I was we were imagining maybe all the. I mean, this is too hard to organize, clearly getting all the boys that are in there to go hit a ball. They weren't there. So you've decided I'll hit the balls for you. I want to know who got pick one and who got pick 12, because I'm sure there would have been a few comments about, I reckon you've rigged this and all that. There's always a bit of carry on, but yeah, who got pick one after you hit the ball?
1: So it's with a few mates from back home.
0: Um, Oh, so it's not at the club. it's not
1: the club boys. Okay. So, um, it was, so I just put the numbers on the balls, one to twelve, and I didn't actually know the the pick. So it's not like I'm walking up and going, "This is gotcha, this is Tim." I'm going to hit Tim's shocking. Yeah, it's funny. Like there was one shank that went in the water, so he was clearly last. I can't actually remember who it was, and he was clearly the the last pick. So I walked up to that and realised it wasn't mine. Thankfully, so the cool thing was I didn't actually know where I was either until I checked all the balls. So I had a list of the names on my phone. And when I was checking, you know, this is ball one, who's who's this?
0: Oh, gotcha. So, so everyone, had a, everyone had a number.
1: Everyone had a number on the ball. So it was actually a good way of doing it. Whereas, um, yeah, look, if there's anyone out there that wants me to do their draft order or NBA or NFL I reckon it's or anything, a great shout. at least then I can actually know who it is, not know the person, but I can read it out on camera and say, this is, this is Jimmy, all the best, Jimmy. And yeah. Obviously not hit it into next year. Well,
0: it says. It I mean, what I do last year, I had the ping pong balls. Pick one and then the names and then just the random, yeah, yeah. you know, pluck them up, match them. There you go, mate. Next one. So I think your one's a bit more exciting, hitting uh, golf balls and seeing where they land uh, on a video. Well, there you go. If you're doing an NFL draft, you want to know who, what picks you get. Hit up closely. Um, he'll head down to the uh, course and hit twelve balls, and then you get uh, you can read out your draft order because it's it's always interesting seeing how everyone does it. But um, yeah, mate, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on. Um, I really appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, wish you nothing but the best in the future. And um, if you do end up going to LA with the boys, make sure you give us a call. We'll get some more uh, black orbits for the boys, and um, yeah, you can enjoy the LA sun and the ice hockey down there at the uh, LA <laughs> <laughs> the won't LA not need, need these at the ice hockey <laughs> no you won't I think the LA Kings are actually coming to Australia in in, right. in, in, in a month or less Jeez. than a month so um, we, we might, might have, have to get that okay. yeah I think you, if anyone deserves a ticket it's, the, <laughs> it's you after what you said to me earlier righto guys thank you so much for tuning in really appreciate it we've got some new shows at the moment Clubhouse if you haven't checked that one out the boys have been on fire we've got Munster Pappenhausen and Husey Um, doing their best. They're talking NRL, but they're kind of putting a little twist on it. They've got a few special guests joining them. Uh, We've also got Ads and Dunks who are flying. Uh, As I said, we're recording this a week earlier. Hopefully, um, Ads might be playing finals. We're not sure. We know Dunks is certainly playing finals, so we wish them boys all the best. Um, And obviously, Ace's Premiership Countdown every Thursday night at 7.30, where we are counting down the days to the last day in September, which Close is all about. So thank you so much. Hit the subscribe button. Keep feeding in what you love about the podcast so we can ask all the hard-hitting questions. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tommy Talks, where you literally can't thank you enough for all your support. Righto, we'll see you on the next podcast. Milwaukee's MX Fuel Equipment System revolutionizes the light equipment market delivering the performance and durability demanded by the trades from the mx fuel cutoff saw to the mx fuel tower light mx fuel has you covered without the hazards associated with emissions noise vibrations and the frustrations of petrol maintenance mx fuel equipment system equipment redefined attention sports fans planning an overseas trip to catch your favorite games look no further than sports where i am they've got it all league schedules Trustworthy tickets and over 200 cities to choose from, all conveniently on one website. Plus, as an Australian company, they know the importance of great customer service for those long haul journeys. So visit sportswhereiam.com and start planning your dream sports trip today. Sports Where I Am, your ticket to an unforgettable sports travel experience.